Welcome back to the show, everyone. Craig and Jonah, we're here bright and early, even on Labor Day. So <laughs> that's true. We don't sleep in. Uh, we got important <laughs> stuff to talk about here. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. So uh, today's topic is uh, we haven't picked on old Christopher West in a while, and it seemed like it was a good time to do that. So, um, so his theology of the body institute has a pretty um pretty good sized uh youtube page i think they have around 77,000 subscribers and um i um one of his videos came up in my feed the other day and i clicked on it it's how to share your porn struggle with the woman you love i thought oh this ought to be interesting <laughs> not necessarily helpful but i knew it would be at least interesting <laughs> I, was, I was slow there i should have got you on that one <laughs> so um so anyway, so I was uh, I was like, all right, I, I should probably check this one out. So um, and he's got some other people that help him. I'm not sure who this woman is, but I'm going to play. We're going to play a few minutes. Maybe we'll start and stop it and give some commentary on it. But the um, as I understand it, she's a Catholic and I think she's a marriage and relationship uh therapist or something i think i caught a wedding ring on her finger so i assume she's married uh yeah if she's not married i wouldn't really trust her yeah. <laughs> as far as giving advice people give a lot of advice yeah. but marriage is something that you need experience in especially this topic so if she's divorced though i guess you know yeah, i guess i think she i think she's i'm guessing she's she's uh, died in the wool theology of the body catholics so we're gonna we're gonna play a little bit of it, and uh, what we wanted to talk about it. So let me get this going here. So right at the outset of this video, I want to start by saying, women, I understand that this is not just a man struggle. Pornography is not just something that men struggle with. Um, just as many women, or close to just as many women, struggle with pornography and masturbation. I don't also. believe it. And I. <laughs> I, mean... <laughs> I mean, did you guys get that? <laughs> let me let me. Let me play that. I'm gonna play that again. We need a remix. I'm gonna play. Yeah, I'm gonna play this. I'm gonna play that little section again. Listen carefully. So right at the outset of this video, I want to start by saying, women, I understand that this is not just a man struggle. Pornography is not just something that men struggle with. Um, just as many women or close to just as many women struggle with pornography and masturbation also. And I know that that is an issue. I see you. Um, but in I don't know. Maybe she hangs out with a wild crowd. Yeah. <laughs> she looks kind of sketchy. <laughs> we don't mean that. But I don't know. Based on like Father Longenecker's, uh, you know, estimates, I would just doubt that it's, well, the numbers are similar. I mean, you know, maybe it's just that she has like, you know, if she has, She's seen 10 women come to her, they need help. Whereas maybe the 10 guys that struggle with this don't really go to her, you know, they go to confession. Well, 
I did have an uncharitable thought <laughs> as I was hearing her and considering Father Longenecker's comments that uh, I suppose it's possible that women are not as forthright about this particular thing in the confessional as men are. I don't know. That's true. So, oh, wow. You the only way deception to, in the confessional. Yeah, the only way to know, ladies, is for you to comment below and tell us whether it happens or whether you say it in confession. It's true. Yeah. We, yeah. Or if you know about your wife, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, I'd be kind of surprised if it was even, no. even Stephen. And granted, their audience is not necessary. I mean, they're, I mean, I have to think their audience is pretty much Catholic people. I don't know too many non-Catholics that are going to be watching the Theology of the Body Institute. But <laughs> if you yeah. do, I want to, I, I have a lot of questions for you. Um, but, you know, I mean, th this is single people and, you know, they do target um, non-married people, which not that we don't target that, but that's just not our yeah the people that we can relate to so much so you're saying masturbators are attracted to his show <laughs> just like flies to like the butter dish on the table in the summer you know like well i mean there's got to be a few in that 77 he talks about it a lot yeah <laughs> as a former <laughs> as it hadn't been the last hour before the show like that yeah um, so I don't know. I mean, I, I would not be surprised if the, the statistics are on the, in, in the modern world with the pornography and social media, I would not be surprised if, um, young women are doing this more frequently than historically. I bet it's the people that are coming to her need help versus, uh, I don't know. I, I bet it's something like that. And it'd be great to figure out who her, you know, group that she works with, you know, like uh, the reasons why they struggle with that. Like, you know, Longenegger talked about the reasons that people might struggle with this. And I don't know. It's interesting that she would say even, even Stephen on that. I don't know. Yeah. I, it's, when she said that, I, that just, I had the same reaction you do when I first saw that. And to the point, to the extent where, if you go, if you go to, I'll link to this YouTube, and if you go down there, you'll find my personal comment on there. Um, and uh, I base, I just said, I, I, I said that we had had a priest on who told us it was fifty percent of men and one in twenty women. And I said, unless women are greatly underconfessing this sin for all practical purposes, this is a man's issue. No, that's probably an overstatement, but. It, it's gotten a lot of likes. So they, I, I, <laughs> that's Even among the masturbators out there. Yeah. Yeah. Not the only ones that, that uh, feel that way. So anyway, yeah. All right. well. if, if, if you're following this channel and have some feedback, uh, other than our, we haven't heard from Barry. Yeah. Barry comment. Yeah. Let us know Barry. <laughs> we need to, you to pull the women that you know and find out. So, so we're going to continue on here. This video in particular, I'm talking about how men can tell the woman that they love about their pornography struggles. And I think the way that women go about those sorts of conversations are different than men. Um, and, and in some ways, the struggle is a little bit different for women. So I will be doing a video at some point about women and pornography struggles, but I am going to be primarily addressing men. All right, men. So this is one of those things. 
I'm sure you're here because you want me to give you an easy answer. This is one of those things I think people want an easy out on. Um, you recognize on some level how hurt your beloved is going to be about this and you want to try to ease their pain a bit. And I'm just gonna be frank with you. There really is no easy way to have this conversation. No, I'll tell you what. I wouldn't start out with porn. You just tell her your struggles going solo, you know, and then that's how you started out. You sure say, don't start out saying, well, you know, there are times when I'd rather just go and watch the electronic, you know, sorts of uh, activities going on. I, I would just, if I am not a counselor, I don't give have any degrees or anything in marital counseling or anything like that, but uh I would say starting out by talking about solo activity would be a much more reasonable route to just leading off with, you know, playing your highest card. Yeah, I I, I had the same reaction. And, and that's sort of, uh, as we get further into her video, I'm going to, that's one of the points that I really, one of, one of the reasons I really want to make this video is that I think, I think it's a mistake for us to treat porn and masturbation as the same thing even though they often occur together i think i think it's a mistake to treat them the same way and to lump them in and and i think in some way i think in some ways her what she says now and what she goes on to say and just the whole there was <clears throat> what was the one uh in the is uh porn um not a sacrilege of heaven what was it um forget what it's it a mockery of mockery heaven. of heaven that's what it was <clears throat> i think what if it's a husband and wife taping it together shouldn't it be beautiful yeah like i mean really it's i mean and i'm just <laughs> i'm just saying like i mean it's treated as a heavenly experience so why can't you record it you know like i mean i'm not saying porn but i'm just saying like a husband and wife you right. know like right it, it, it's I, not exactly a mockery i don't think well i don't think it i don't think it has to be but i think i think that kind of language <laughs> sets women up for example to be very very um bothered and um hurt triggered when you talk about it husbands <laughs> like, or boyfriends or whatever say they have this problem and i think and that's one of the main reasons i want to make this video is i think they are not helping that they are making this process more intimidating because the reaction is going to be you're mocking heaven yeah so that that's a I think it's an important point to keep keep in mind here. This is a tough conversation. And when I was praying about this, what I really wanted to tell you about how to do it is honestly kind of be like that Shia LaBeouf video and just do it. Do it. Just do it. You just got to do it. You just got to tell her. I would say don't wait. Don't wait until the perfect time. There will never be one. Um, don't wait. A... Oops. Hello, hello. Uh, I hit the wrong I, I would say, though, that is uh, just not good advice and how to open up and talk about it you you i mean man you're playing your highest card and you're gonna get like a really a cold a cold reaction i would say if you just lead off with that well and i think one of the things i feel like there needs to be a video and i i, I don't think i watched the whole video but there needs to be a video on, on women how to hear how to have how to receive this conversation because i think that's so much of it. Uh, it it's probably easier to just get caught doing it you know i mean i'm just saying than yeah. 
how how does it organically come up? I mean, it just... Yeah, like you're sitting there over breakfast. Well, honey, last night I was... Yeah. (laughs) Well, and and I think it's a difference. I mean, it's a different situation if you are single and versus married. But, you know, let's just talk about the married people. This is the kind of conversation that we put off for too long or I put off for too long. Not not porn. No. Um, But the solo stuff. But part of the problem is that You can't bring it up when they're angry because mm-hmm. it's not going to, it's just going to, it's not going to be a good time to have that conversation. And who the heck wants to bring it up when everything is going good? Like, it's just like. Maybe a better solution might be, you know, you're sitting at your computer, be like, hey, honey, come and check this out. <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that'd get the ball rolling at least. I don't know. You know, like if you really want to have the conversation with, you know, because there's the element of surprise there that's gonna well maybe that's what we have to do we have a we have a few minutes for you to wrap this video maybe we'll uh we'll give people some advice on how to how to how we think's the right way to have it so because i'm not sure but just leading it off like that with a cold open Well, let's get back to her video. Wait a super long time into the relationship. Um, even though it's scary to have this conversation, the longer that you wait, the more betrayed she's going to feel that it's been going on during the relationship. So as early as you are comfortable, have the conversation. Um, I don't think it needs to be something that you talk about before you're in a commitment with her, but as soon as you get into a commitment with her, any of that time is fair game to communicate it to her. And I also... <laughs> on the first date, well, you know, I'm a porn watcher. So I don't know, you know, how you feel about that, or you watch porn, or, you know, you can help me out with that. <laughs> Terrible advice. <laughs> well, and she said not to do it, so that is good advice, I guess. I'm sorry. She she was right, but it's just funny that you'd even have to bring that up, because, like... That seems kind of self-obvious. Yeah. Yeah, you're out at the Olive Garden, having a lovely time. Yep, I'm a porn watcher. <laughs> Where do you get your porn from? Yeah. Just trying to find things that we have in common. What, <laughs> what kind do you like best? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna go. Yeah, I mean, it, I don't know. It's it's it seems like that's got to be a pretty small problem that you got to warn people. Yeah, so I was wrong when I said it's terrible advice because it's actually excellent advice. But yeah. yeah, you're right. You wouldn't think you'd have to really tell people that. But really want to encourage you not to hide behind some like easier ways to kind of soften the blow like abstractly saying i struggle with lust or lust is is a sin that i have issues with or you know that that sort of thing no you need to just say it you need to just come out and say i struggle with pornography and masturbation this is something that i am working i would say start with a background if you're gonna do something like that, you really you really work into it. Yep, get real good solid back rub, and then you just say, I mean that that might be a good time to do it, or you know I don't know. I wouldn't do a cold open like that. Maybe she's like, "How was your week?" Well, let's see. I had a really tough meeting at work in my. So to burn out some steam. Yeah, we we had uh, well we had. Our softball team did good, and uh, changed the oil in the car, and I was masturbating, and got golf game tomorrow. <laughs> Seems she's really listening. <laughs> I just put that in the middle. Yeah. Well, I've been telling you for years. You better record that conversation because she'll deny hearing it later on. 
<laughs> but you're gonna probably want that reaction anyway. You're gonna. I. I don't know. I. I don't like the cold open style for that. I don't know if there's a good way to do it. Um, that's true. I don't know. Let's see which else she has. Gone. Well, actually, you know what? That's another point. If you are not working on it, if it is something that you've never told anybody, um, if watching this video maybe even is the first acknowledgement that you've ever given to this is something that is a part of your life and you don't like it, I really want to encourage you to get help. Um, some of you may know that I am a marriage and family therapist. I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and um, I studied pornography and pornography addiction and the way that pornography affects the I'm sorry to laugh, but just what anybody says, I've studied pornography. Yeah. I know lots of guys that have studied pornography. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I had some roommates in college that were like, they probably had could have had a PhD in pornography. I have. Debating whether to share this story. I'll share it. I can and you guys know who you are. Yeah. <laughs> Put it on your resume and everything. I've studied lots of pornography. <laughs> I got a I got a used computer from a priest one time. <laughs> yeah. And he's he gave me the, the computer. He's like, Oh, by the way, there may be some inappropriate sites in there. He's like, I counsel guys that are going through this, and so I have to go check them out. And I'm like, oh. risky move, I think. Seem, I don't know. It, it just seemed like an odd comment to me. Um, that is an odd comment. It seems like an odd way of... It, it, it reminds me of... It was in the news the other day, there was this lady who says she's a sex therapist and she fixed your marriage by having sex with your spouse. I'm just like, I don't know if that's the way you do it. Boy, there's some real smooth talkers today. I'll tell you what. You know, like, but that too. You know... If you're the husband in that situation, well, honey, she can really fix all this. You know? <laughs> I'm willing to take one for the team here. <laughs> I mean, does she have any testimonials? You know, like, oh, yep, she screwed my husband and fixed our marriage. Never been better. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, so. Brain. I studied that a lot in graduate school, um, and <laughs> I am here to tell you. I, I, am, I am curious now what the graduate school program is and what they, uh, if, if like stick people <laughs> or what, I, what what the course materials look like for high school porn. At the graduate level, so yeah. you got a 500 to 700 level class on pornography. I'm not... <laughs> I don't know what that looks like either. Be like uh, Pee Wee Herman in the movie theater, you know, like. <laughs> Although I know a guy uh, that he took, he went to a Catholic university and he took some kind of sexual studies class. And it was probably, you know, one of these liberal, you know, Catholic universities. But they had to make it, they, they did, I, they delved into all that. And like videos and like uh, they had uh, like diaries of their activities and everything. But I mean, it is one of those things <clears throat> that I mean, whether we like it or not, it's real and it's out there and it it is something that we. I, it's it is hard because how do you become reasonably knowledgeable about something like this? 
Like, I don't know how you do it. Yeah. Well, mom and dad, I'm going to go to go to a four-year university and I'm going to get a degree in pornography. <laughs> <laughs> Not the production of it. I just want to study it. Yeah. <laughs> going to study it. Uh, I don't know. Well, we'll let her. That's such a, that's such a funny statement, though. Okay. In graduate school studying porn. Hot. It is a real struggle that is very likely not going to be something you can battle on your own. Um, the way that the brain is affected by pornography, um, I don't want to get into the, all of the neuroscience, but I will say that the reward pathway, it's called the mesolimbic dopaminergic reward pathway in your brain that is triggered by pornography. It's the same one that's triggered by cocaine use. The brain latches onto pornography and it's something that is kind of difficult to break um, in, in a habit. So I want to encourage you to get help. That is definitely something that is important. And I would encourage you to do that before you tell your beloved, or at least be ready to do it as soon as you tell her. That's gonna be one of her questions, I am sure. Well, honey, I've been getting treatment for porn. <laughs> I think that makes it worse. Yeah. That makes it sound like it's a real problem versus you just like casually, you know, looking at it online. <clears throat> well, I <clears throat> I'm gonna I'm gonna let her talk here for another um, like thirty seconds or forty seconds, and then I have um I have a theory or comment one of the that I think how how I think we address. The porn issue a little bit okay. less within Catholic circles. So let's let her finish up here. Or what are you doing to fix it? Um, and I think a lot of men are like, I can do it myself. You know, there's this bravado that men bring to the table and they're like, I, I don't do need help. I shouldn't need help. I can do it on my own. The reality is that the way that your brain is wired and the way that the enemy has allowed pornography to invade our culture right now, it is really hard to do it by yourself. So um, tell someone else, even if it's a male friend, um, that can help you to get the professional help that you need, but tell someone you cannot, you cannot write this in the dark. And the flip side of that is, I think that one of the things that Satan tells people. I, I, I do, <clears throat> I do want to say, well, go ahead. I'm not sure that that's true. I mean, because that you can't fight it on your own or whatever. Like, I don't know. And I've never, maybe, I don't know. It's not like it's something that people talk about all the time, but I mean, it's not like I never saw anything. And I mean, maybe I just never became addicted or whatever. I don't know. I mean, but I, I think I think it does depend on your level of dependency. But I but I think that I think that's one of the problems we have as Catholics is there's not a good space to talk about it. Um, that I think when people start engaging in that there just isn't a good way that you can talk about it with other people in Catholic circles. And so it just, it probably just goes unresolved or undiagnosed for a long time. But um, yeah, I just think, you know, when I, when I was kind of researching this, this issue. You're re researching porn too? Well, I was researching but again, I was researching places for for some of the other issues. Oh, I see him. Yeah. And the only stuff that you really find that's sort of Catholic oriented is these counseling places for addicts. And I, 
I never really viewed it as an addiction problem so much as just, uh, you know, how do you get help? And and I think, I think they just, I don't know, they're just, it seemed like the barrier to entry to getting some kind of decent assistance with this is very high. Um, the one thing I will say, I agree with her that I've heard from other places is that for, for, for guys that have porn issues, I think they say it's best not to have your spouse or your wife be the, um, your account, your accountability partner, so to speak, that it should be another guy. Yeah. I mean, it depends on your spouse probably. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, if she's going to talk about your concupiscence or whatever else, you know, <laughs> yeah. just pick somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, yeah. <sighs> All right. When they struggle with pornography, men in particular, is that everyone's doing it. So it's not a big deal. And if you're just telling your beloved in a perfunctory way, like I do this, but you shouldn't worry about it. That's also something that I want to challenge. As a clinician, as a marriage and family therapist, I view pornography and masturbation use as infidelity. And here's why you may that was the, that was the, that was the quote that uh, caused me to send this video to you. And the problem with that is is that I would say in most you know married Catholic men's minds, they really are thinking about their wives or they want to do those things with their wives, and they're probably limited to some degree as far as why they can't do that there might be barriers as far as in the relationship or just they have too much going on too many kids whatever and it's not really like they want to cheat on their wife with something electronic you know it's just it's it's a it's a weak substitute but they're really looking for that kind of experience with their wife right well, I mean, I think, I don't know. I think there's so many problems with what she says there. And that's, that's one of them. Um, but when you say that, and you know, and she, this is part of the problem is the video is porn and masturbation. Again, they lump them together. And I think that's a problem. Mm -hmm. I think they're, I think they're different issues. Um, but when you, when you combine, um, porn and masturbation and compare those to infidelity number one that's just not accurate no i mean i you know there's no way that she's gonna be as hurt by that uh, or you or you would be as the man by hurt by them watching porn and masturbating versus having an affair yeah i mean it shouldn't be but i think i think this type of messaging sets <laughs> catholic women up to have that type of reaction yeah and that reaction is, I think, one of the reasons why their husbands are not going to bring this up to them. Oh, for if you knew that your wife was going to say that you cheated on her, yes. like, yeah, there's no way you'd talk about it, really. So, because it's not like in, I mean, I just, because like I said, I think that it's just, it's more than likely due to a lack of intimacy in their own marriage. You know, that that's associated with this, at least, or at least somewhat causing it. And I think that the porn issue, for Catholics at least, gets associated with, with masturbation for two reasons. Number one, when we treat them 
equal and i and i'm not even here to comment on the morality of them we have 2352 in the catechism that talks about masturbation but <clears throat> when a catholic guy let's say that's is struggling with masturbation if he's trying to be a good catholic he's like well, i got to go to confession now anyway <clears throat> what's to stop that guy from just using porn and making masturbation easier i just spouse is just like adding salt or hot sauce to a, a meal i think so i mean you're already eating yet i guess yeah, it's funny though I mean, if he's told that what he's done is already a mortal sin, so to speak, and he's going to have to go to confession, I think you've, I think you've eliminated at least some of the um, deterrent mm -hmm. to engaging in porn is associated with that. So that's why I really, I really dislike the pairing those two together all the time because I think it's, I think it's counterproductive. If if mm -hmm. our goal is to, to limit how many people use porn and how frequently people masturbate i think you <clears throat> i think if we can treat them separate i think we yeah, i mean they really are separate <laughs> issues i agree i mean they tend to go together but not always I mean, well and there could be some people that just watch porn i don't know who that would be but <laughs> well that and i was i was sharing this video with my wife the other day and she was asking like like just i i said so the circle of people uh, that, let's say, are, are cheaters, like true cheaters, they're, they're mm -hmm. having affairs, let's say, is this small circle. Every single one of the guys that's in that small circle is also masturbating and using porn. It's possible. I mean, it'd be the high 90s. High 90s, I'll give you that. There might be some. One, one. What would be the... So there's some guy that's like, you know what? I really the church tells me I can't masturbate, but I'm going to go out and have an affair. I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying. I'm just saying. You know, as far as statistically, for 100 percent of the population, be doing that. It's a it's a high percentage. Ninety nine point nine percent. Sure. All right. You mean the so, one guy in a thousand? Then. Yeah. So you yeah. got. I don't think that guy exists either. <laughs> you have this small circle of guys that are that are doing all those terrible things. Good. I think you got a bigger circle of guys that are masturbating and using porn, mm -hmm. but are not uh, not using, that are not cheating on their wives. They're not having affairs. And that's a much yep. bigger circle, yep. I would say. Yep. Probably. And then there's people that don't use porn, but still. That are masturbating. <laughs> All the people that are. We need the masturbator Venn diagram. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Again, I can't think of too many guys that are watching porn that aren't masturbating because of it, but. Imagine those poor uh, uh, They're a frustrated group maybe <laughs> I don't know Yeah those guys that are uh, Seed retention guys That they're <laughs> Doing it uh, oh, God. Corn use is uh, Be a remarkable feat But <laughs> You never know those people like to punish themselves Yeah <laughs> Like watching, <laughs> listen to this podcast You know yeah. Like that but so i think that i think that by treating them the same we don't really help any of them in those different groups the guys that are that are having affairs <clears throat> are not going to be persuaded by anything she says about theology of the body they're not going to give up porn and masturbation 
they might feel some remorse. I don't know. I don't know. If you're one of those guys, comment below. They're people too, Craig. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you don't know what kind of situations they have in there. You know. All right. I'm not defending them, but I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> they could have remorse. So I think that in, in sort of, it kind of you kind of alluded to this already, but you know, and let's just limit this to the context of the Catholic married couple. I think that Catholic men that are using porn are how do I want to say this? Are probably using porn because it's the only thing available. Mm -hmm. And if given the option to let's say uh, enjoy a home video. <laughs> Oh, so I didn't know you were going to go there. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm full of surprises. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's really no, you know, if, if you made a, if you did make a home video, I don't know if that would be listed or illicit or not. I don't know. No, I'm sure you know, just would... to like set the mood. For, I don't know. Yeah, I'm sure they would say don't do it for masturbation purposes, but as a mood setter or uh, I don't know. I mean, <clears throat> I'm just, I'm just saying that. <laughs> Because they like to say, well, even if masturbation isn't wrong itself, it's always associated with lust or masturbation, and those are wrong. Like, well, it doesn't have to be. I mean, I think it is because, you know, most most guys are not going to ask their wives, hey, can we make a home video so I can use it later on? So you're by definition using stuff that's on the internet. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I just think that I, I think I think we would be much further ahead if we could, for Catholics, a special way, if we stopped <clears throat> stopped equating these things with with um, infidelity. First of all, I don't think that's helpful. <laughs> I don't like that she says that because that just that makes the difficulty of having this conversation that much worse. Yeah. But I also think it makes it more difficult for the guys that are, are going to st struggle with masturbation <clears throat> to kick porn habits if they're basically viewed as, you're, well, it doesn't, you're just as guilty whether you use it or not, so why not? I mean, do you think in <clears throat> counseling sessions, if the guy admits to doing that or she admits to doing that, she says it's half the people, so mm -hmm. like, man, everybody's cheating on each other in there. Right. You know, like, I mean, do right. you think, I don't know, I don't know, that, that would just come off as strange, I think, if if you were accused of that. Even though, like, I mean, because I don't, I don't think that's really in their mind as far as when they're doing that, right? Well, and, and she, she, she says, well, don't, don't treat it like, well, everyone's doing it, and I'm not suggesting that. I'm not saying we have to be like, just whitewash it and say it's all fine. But I think you can take it down a notch mm -hmm. and stop talking up, talk about it as a as a common problem that it is <clears throat> recognize it for what it is and that for most people it's something that they don't want to do and are going to try and overcome but the the key to i think the for for married people for married guys the key to getting past this problem at some point in time involves his wife knowing about it mm -hmm. being sensitive to it and helping you with that problem which for for a lot of guys is probably just more frequent intimacy it's true 
Yeah, I, and I think that's the way to lead off the conversation is to talk about that. You yeah. Know, just then, if you know, eventually it might come up, and she might ask if you, you looked at that too. But it's better to talk about the solo activity first. Here's and I think so. Here's the here's our I think our tip that's different from theirs, and I think we've said this before. the The very best thing that could happen is for any women that hear this, wives that hear this to ask your husband about this and whether it's a, whether it's a struggle with them for them and be prepared to, to hear that it is and to avoid. And if you talk to him without judgment, I mean, I think that'll go a long way. Yeah. So this video is for all the Catholic wives out there that if you, if you have not had this conversation with your husband or don't know, there's a really good chance that he's had some struggle with this in the past and is probably afraid to talk to you about it. And you could do a very heroic thing, a good thing for your marriage to just come out and ask him. And if he first denies it, I mean, don't cross examine him. Don't start calling him a liar and stuff like that, but just press a little bit. So this is just, these are some stats to think about. Um, so 65% of married women report never watching pornography. <clears throat> and for men, that number is only 37% as mm -hmm. far as never. Mm -hmm. So it's just something to consider. I mean, it's, you know, it, it's not like it's uncommon. I mean, it, it's definitely something that could be going on mm -hmm. in, in your house. Mm -hmm. You know I mean? And not, not to say it's right at all, but it's worth having the conversation. The conversation is much more like, and, and I think whether or when this conversation occurs is greatly going to be impacted by whether that husband believes that he can talk about this without being severely judged or worse. And if he's not sure whether his wife can handle it, he's probably not going to bring it up. And so wives somehow make it clear to your husband that he could share this with you and the thing is is that it's really i doubt that he really wants to do any of this mm -hmm. you know so that's an important thing to keep in mind because really i would say pretty much all men desire intimacy with their wives if if he genuinely prefers that stuff over over intimacy with you there's probably issues here that there's deeper issues that need to be resolved that's true and uh, but the the odds are he doesn't he, he does prefer intimacy with you and he's scared or doesn't feel like it's available as often as he would like and if you can start that conversation holy cow you can really uh make a difference in his life so and probably you know <laughs> just think i mean it could end up great since like we know that a large percentage of men and apparently a reasonable percentage of women use it. If you find out you're, you know, both doing the solo stuff, maybe you can just work it out organically. Yes. I mean, that would be, yeah, it would be really good if you could. <laughs> that would be in a, a more ideal situation, <laughs> you know, like, because like, well, that's an easy fix. If you're both doing this secretly, <laughs> stop. Yep. Stop doing this. That's why communication is key. Can work it all out and it's uh it is easier said than done uh it is key but you really need to 
you need to do it. And guys, if you're too scared to talk about it, um, I get it. You're going to have to find a, find a way to bring it up or get caught. Or I'm get caught. Yeah. If you, if you want to, maybe we'll start selling how to get caught. <laughs> Here's the plan. <clears throat> but, uh, please, uh, share this with wives. Um, cause you are really the, the person that can, um, can help fix this problem sooner rather than later. So, all right. Makes sense. That's good. Good advice. All right. Well, till next time, everyone. Bye. Thanks.